Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Uh, finally, some coaching news. We'll we'll get to the one that just actually came out before we started recording. Jim Harbaugh, no real surprise going to the Chargers. Um, any thoughts on that? Making the AFC West maybe a little interesting going into next year. <laughs> Competent coach, kind of uh, feels like the opposite of the Staley hire. Offensive guy, uh, not the young, brilliant mind, next genius, etc. I, I I think it's a good hire. I he's won everywhere he's been, so mm-hmm. I think it could be competition for Kansas City. But I don't I don't have too many strong takes on it. I think the pairing with Herbert is interesting because I don't yeah. think has he. I mean, like at Stanford, he had Andrew Luck, but other than that, has he had a quarterback with like that level of talent? Maybe are you Kaepernick? But Kaepernick was like a a lot of running talent and he could throw a ball far, but I don't think he was as put together as Herbert is right now. Yeah. And they're in a position right now. When you look at the NFL draft to pick top five, I wouldn't be surprised if they take a Malik neighbors, one of the star wide receivers, because they they've watched that success before with the Cincinnati Bengals. I know a lot of people say maybe they'll get an offensive line piece, um, but it feels like they're pretty set up um, getting top five pick in this NFL draft. So We'll see what happens with Jim Harbaugh and, and Justin Herbert. Uh, I, I know I already know the offseason conversation is going to be, will the Chargers win the AFC West? Uh, you know, what's going to happen? So there's a, there's a little bit of competition over there, finally, uh, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and what they'll be facing. But obviously, it's still a favorite. They're playing on AFC Championship weekend. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But another, the bigger hire locally uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know it's not official, but, you know, they they had a plan all along. They've had a plan for over a year and probably even longer than that. Dan Pitcher is someone who was hired on by Marvin Lewis and Zach Taylor still kept uh, when he took the team over in 2019. And I think that was huge in telling a young offensive mind uh, moved up the ropes on the coaching staff as assistant and quarterback coach. Now he's the offensive coordinator. The Tennessee Titans made their uh, job of, or uh, the head coaching announcement official with Brian Callahan and about five hours later. Ian Rappaport is is uh, pretty much announcing the Cincinnati Bengals have made their hire internally, or at least agreed with Dan Pitcher to move him to the offensive coordinator. What were some of your uh, uh, thoughts on that? Expected. This was always going to happen. Those are my two thoughts. Yeah. I feel like people were talking themselves in these scenarios of like, what if he still goes and you know the, he goes with the Raiders. Like, come on, guys. Even with the play calling aspect of that, you think he's going to go coach Aiden O'Connell over Joe Burrow? I I never thought so. It feels like a big risk to go be an offensive coordinator for the Raiders or the Saints or whoever with a bad with bad offensive talent in one way or another. I mean, the Saints, I guess there's some stuff there, but still got to work with a 
old older Derek mm-hmm. Carr. That's not always exciting, compared at least from what we saw last year. So there's a lot of risk there. And what you really don't want, and this was a problem with the Raiders, Dennis Allen fired next year, and you're part of that. And so I I've always thought with pitcher, yes, if he had to stay a quarterback coach and Brian didn't get a job, he might have been gone. But with Callahan leaving, he was always going to stay because none of the jobs that are open are enticing or secure. This is a very secure job. I don't, I mean, unless pitcher, he doesn't even call plays. So I was going to say, unless like there's like a big, the offense stinks type of thing, they're still not going to blame him. And Zach Taylor has job security, despite I think there's a group of fans that wish he didn't. (laughs) But yeah, I think that this was expected. I'm content with with the hire. I wouldn't say that it was like an amazing hire or anything like that. I think it's a good hire. I think it makes sense. It's uh, they're probably going to backfill everything. This is a team that operates and gives promotional opportunities, internal growth. They try to keep everything internal. They like this staff, so moving a guy up is natural way that this was pretty much always going to go. The only way I saw that pitcher wasn't back as the OC is if somebody blew them away in one of these external interviews, like they came in and it's just like, Oh my goodness. Like this guy, we got to make him the OC. But I'd also, you know, like there's probably some loyalty they feel of like, ah, but pitcher deserves that. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm content with it. I'm happy with it. I don't think anything's really changing on this offense. And I would would have been surprised if it did, even with an external hire. It's it's Zach's offense. Yeah, um, this is usually when you have your in-house internal guy that you're going to promote. You do um, your interviews that that they have to do for coordinator positions, and you see it with head coaches. And I think Zach Taylor did um, the Andy Dickerson, the offensive line coach out of Seattle. That's one of his former. Um, friends in the league and somebody that he's worked with before. And that's one where you put him on the radar and maybe other teams are saying, Oh, Cincinnati's interviewing him. Maybe, maybe we should, we should get an interview with him too. As an, he was an offensive line coach with the Seattle Seahawks. And I think that's more of just kind of putting your friend on the radar and the Cincinnati Bengals pretty much knew what they were going to do uh, for Dan Pitcher and uh, good for him. You know, it, it's somebody who has worked with Joe Burrow. And I think that is the most important thing, even Jake Browning, what we've watched from Jake Browning, we're giving Brian Callahan credit. You should give the quarterback coach credit um, what he was able to do during that stretch. And, and the offense kind of changing a little bit. It, it's a harder offense when Joe Burrow is out there because that speaks to the talent that Joe Burrow is. And maybe there's a little bit that they can use from what they worked with with Jake Browning, with Joe Burrow going into next year. Um, and, and Dan Pitcher was a part of, of all the game planning and things that go behind the scenes leading up to game day. And it's extremely important. So um, good for Dan Pitcher. I'm sure Joe Burrow was ecstatic to, to get his guy back, somebody who works and works with Joe Burrow more than anyone. Um, and I think that that's extremely important when it comes to this offense. And, you know, it'll be determined on if they're if they promote from within when it comes to quarterback coach and what happens with that. If Ryan Callahan ends up hiring one of the Bengals offensive staff members to get a higher promotion on his staff, we'll see there. But um, overall, I think it's it's good for the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you're Zach Taylor and you've been here since 2019, you know, outside of the offensive line coach and um, pretty much the entire staff. He's done pretty good keeping everybody here. Um, his coaching tree finally started, which is cr- pretty crazy after two trips to the AFC championship. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. There was a lot of exhausting talk and it feels like 
this has been going on for a week and it really was less than 40 hours for the Cincinnati Bengals, but the whole Joe Brady stuff, there's a couple things I really want to say about that. I'm so glad we don't have to bring it up again. Joe Brady was probably never going to leave the Buffalo Bills. And why would he just come to Cincinnati because, oh yeah, it was really cool at LSU with Joe Burrow and that connection. I'm not saying Joe Brady won't be a great offensive mind in the NFL, continue to be that way, maybe get a head coaching job in a couple of years if he continues to work with Josh Allen. Uh, but we got to pump the brakes on what we, we saw from the 2019 LSU team to what the Cincinnati Bengals feel they have in Dan Pitcher. Dan Pitcher was getting offensive coordinator interviews around the league for a reason. He didn't get on the plane. He canceled all of them and stayed in Cincinnati. And I think all of that is really telling. I agree. Yeah. Um, Joe Brady's staying the Bills offensive coordinator. Talk about interim this, that. The only interview he's taken was for a head coaching job. He hasn't taken interviews for offensive coordinator positions. That's all you need to know. He, if he's if he's an offensive coordinator, he's staying in Buffalo. Why? Because he has job security, because he's calling the plays. It's going to be his offense, and he's with an elite quarterback. So it's going to be a good offense. Not coming back. Not this year, at least. I, I, I mean, so I guess the next way that Joe Brady could be here, if you are just a Joe Brady fanatic, or there are LSU fans that became Bengals fans, and they want more LSU players and coaches and everything on the team, is next year the Bills implode. Uh, Sean McDermott is fired, and Dan Pitcher get, takes a job elsewhere as a head coach. And then maybe you could talk yeah. about it. But as it stands, going into this search, it was like this search was – is. It was always going to be Dan Pitcher. I I was like ninety eight percent sure. Like I would have been shocked if Dan Pitcher was not the head co- or was not the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals after Brian Kelly took that head coaching job. It's just that's just how this goes. This this is how it was always going to be. You don't need to try to talk yourself into all these other players or try to convince yourself. Hope, cope, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The reality was always this. And now I think we can move on. Yeah. And we're moving on 